Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. Are you sharing your authentic self with your audience? Followers online are fickle creatures and they can sense when they're being sold in authenticity. To maintain trust with your audience, you really have to learn to bring your most authentic self to everything that you post online, especially on social media. People do not like being kept at an arm's length and they don't like being lied to. So it is possible to cultivate authenticity for your audience when sharing yourself so openly online, even if it might not be second nature to you. Let's jump into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. And today I wanted to prove the value of sharing your authentic self in everything that you post online so that your audience gets to know, like, and trust the real you, which is really going to solidify the confidence that they'll have in you, your brand, and your business. So to connect authentically with your audience it helps to really understand why they're following or would follow you in the first place. So do they share common ground with your struggles, your passions, your desires? Have you done the market research to determine which demographics are gonna really gravitate towards you? And what kind of trials and tribulations are they going through in their world that they could find comfort, help, or entertainment in the services or products that you provide. So when it comes down to it, your struggles are truly pure gold. People really crave being understood, and it's really a natural part of being a human. When someone discovers another person who relates to their struggles, their worries, their problems, then they feel less alone in the world. And that really forges connections. And connecting to your audience authentically really requires you to be willing to share parts of yourself that are more vulnerable. And if you only convey your wins and you never talk about your mistakes or your failures, then that really feels less authentic because audiences know that nobody is perfect and no venture goes precisely according to plan. And sharing those bumps and swerves in your journey with your audience 
it's a really relatable because we've all been there and we've all struggled to move forward and we've experienced the grind of failure after failure towards a solution that works. And sharing those stories with your audience can really create opportunities within your journey, conveying a stronger sense of authenticity and integrity. So sharing is caring, and it really does equal big money as far as cultivating that community that will become raving fans and hopefully paying clients. And understanding your own story and sharing it with others is really essential for connecting with them. Take the time to sit down and map out what got you into business in the first place and why you decided to pursue it. And you do want to get personal here. You know, have you always wanted to pursue the current business that you have or did you have other aspirations? So I'll give you examples here. <laughs> so for me, you know, out of high school into college, I wanted to be a pharmacist. And that's what I thought I was going to be. And I went to college to become one. And the further I got into it, the more I realized that it wasn't really the right fit for me. And another example is my son, Eben, who is starting graduate school. He did probably the first year or so of college completely focused on computer science and he hated it. I think he kept waiting for it to like really kick in and he would feel some sort of passion for it. But eventually a year, year and a half in, he came to us and said, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And he switched majors and, you know, put him a little bit behind and he was a little bit frustrated about that. But once he got into what he's into now, wow, what a huge, huge difference. And now he's going even further, you know, into his education than we could have even imagined. And it's because he truly loves, you know, what he does and he looks forward to it every single day. And when it comes to getting personal, right? So have you always wanted to pursue a business like this? You know, for me, um, my business kind of came out of necessity. You know, when Eben was first born, I thought that I would stay home for a few weeks and then immediately go back to work. It never occurred to me that there would be a deviation there. And um, as I've told you guys before, Eben has Asperger's. So I knew immediately something was different. It took my husband a lot longer, you know. He, I don't think he had as much experience with babies and little kids, but he was like, no, I'm pretty sure this is what they do. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it isn't. And it took us some time and, you know, it actually took us a decade to find out exactly what it was. But it really changed the trajectory of my career. You know, immediately I was like, wow, we are going to have a journey here. And this is something where it's not just going to be about, you know, making it to parent teacher conferences and, you know, his softball games and, you know, being active in his life after school. You know, I really realized early on that it was going to be something that was going to pull me in constantly. And it did. It really did. I was constantly being called by the school or, you know, we would have therapy appointments, doctor appointments. I, it, the list goes on and on and on. But that's really where I started to think, huh, 
I need to figure out something that I can do while he is in school and something that, you know, I love and I really always loved marketing. I was a manager for Nordstrom um, in college and I loved, loved, loved all of the marketing that I got to do and, you know, the business part. So I thought, hmm, maybe there's something there. And, you know, really it was just a few different things that I tried out and um, blogging was really big. So I started blogging and got some really great giant deals right out of the gate, um, blogging for some really large companies. And I thought, my goodness, I think there's something here. But it was really about what can I do to have, you know, some career, <laughs> something other than, you know, just um, 100% being in, you know, even all the time, which even though I absolutely love it. And, you know, even to this day, you know, I just want to soak up every second of him and I absolutely adore him. But, you know, it was really wonderful to be able to grow my business along with helping him grow. And, you know, he has grown into the most amazing person. And, you know, for a long time, we really struggled. And, you know, teachers told me he'll never go to the next grade. He'll never be able to drive, you know, the doctor said. And, you know, he'll probably never want to move out. You know, it's something that you will have. You will have him with you, you know, forever. And that would be okay. Don't tell him that, but that would be okay. But, um, you know, it didn't go that way at all. You know, there were a couple of times where they tried to hold him back because of, you know, his maturity level they didn't feel like he was there as far as behaviorally but the kid was so smart I was like no way so I fought and fought and fought for him and he ended up graduating high school way early because he was just he was beyond that and I just it was so much fun to see him grow and to grow my business along with him and now to see him you know getting ready for graduate school and I'm in my 20th year of doing this and you know, we're both very successful and it's been quite a journey. And P.S. He does drive. So, ha. <laughs> and there are no graduate schools near us. So he will be moving out soon as well. So, ha again. All right. So let's get back to it. What other skills and experiences have you gone through, right, that you really use to grow your existing business? And where do you hope to see it grow in the future? And, you know, were there people in your life who encouraged you or challenged you in a way that steered you onto your current path, right? And these stories will really fascinate your audience. And sharing them can really help build a greater understanding of who you are and why you help people, why you do what you do, and why other people would want to be a part of that. Okay, so here's a big one. How to get past the discomfort of being authentic, right? So I worked with a client just recently within the past couple of weeks who was really, really struggling with being authentic in social media. And she has a coaching business. So most of the social media that we do for her is through LinkedIn. And it, you know, it was really hard to pull that out of her. So for a long time, she just wanted very, you know, generic, um, you know, vanilla, but, um, but really good content, really great content but not necessarily content that pulled any part of her out, you know, and not everyone is naturally comfortable sharing any part of their life. And I'm even guilty of this. I don't know if it's just because I've never been one of those type of people that 
like toot my own horn or talk about myself a lot. I feel very uncomfortable about that. And I think that's why a lot of times when I meet new clients and, you know, they ask about my life and stuff, they're kind of like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And so I've even been working harder and harder to show up and be more authentic. And it's okay because you really do have to learn how to improve and have that confidence in the time and practice. So, you know, does it still take me serious practice? Yes. And I am a work in progress. I mean, it took me years and years and years to do video. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would tell all my clients, you have to do video. And I was, I'm not doing it. And it really has opened up so many opportunities for me by being more comfortable on camera. And you may need to work at it a little bit until you get to a place where you feel really great and comfortable about being open and vulnerable in front of an audience. But, you know, you get used to it. And actors and public speakers, for example, you know, they even take classes and spend a lot of time practicing and preparing to feel that confidence so that when they get up in front of a crowd or in front of the camera, you know, they don't feel overwhelmed. So if you aren't there yet, don't worry, it takes time and that's okay. The key really is to be prepared, right? And to not feel like you have to skip the discomfort, right? So a lot of the discomfort from speaking on camera comes from a lack of preparation. So that's a big one for me. If I were to just sit down in front of a camera and just start to talk, I would feel more discomfort, I think. If I take a little bit of time and prepare, then that seems to be the easiest way to curb that feeling. And it might take some time to, you know, to get through that. And you might ruin a few takes on purpose, but that's okay. You know, let yourself practice talking and practice talking about yourself. <laughs> You know, you really have to. I mean, I remember years and years and years ago, you know, way before I started my business, I um, had a friend who talked me into doing Tupperware with her <laughs> and which I found completely insane that I would even consider that because I definitely was not about speaking in front of people. So I was the kid in school where I would get a terrible grade on anything that had to do with an oral report because the anxiety would kill me. <laughs> I would rather have an F than talk in front of a crowd. So I was always trying to like work my way out of that, you know, talk to the teacher. Can I do it just in front of you? <laughs> I did not feel natural getting up in front of people and speaking. And when I found out that you have to do these Tupperware parties where you have to get up in front of all these people and talk about Tupperware, I was like, no, <laughs> I do not want to do that. But I did it because I wanted to you know, be a part of that organization because my best friend was, and it was a fun way for us to hang out together. And so I did it. And I remember the first few times I probably way overthought it. I probably practiced a billion times and I was talking about Tupperware. I wasn't talking about myself. So as you practice, you know, you'll naturally edit yourself and your thoughts and you'll really become more concise and, you know, you'll feel more ready at the forefront of your mind when you need to like, you know, make it happen. So let's go back to video. So using video to build those close connections is going to be really important. You know, speaking directly to your audience with a video is really the quickest way to share yourself in real time, you know, and the less scripted or rehearsed that it is, 
then the more honest that you will sound, which will definitely shine through in making you definitely come off as being more honest and approachable and trustworthy. And if you're not used to speaking, you know, publicly, then, you know, you can just jump into it and give it a start. That's what I did. And I way overthought it the first time that I ever recorded a video. I think I must have recorded it, you know, for half a day <laughs> to do one video. I kept starting over, starting over, starting over. And, you know, finally, I just said, you know what, let's just do it. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, I just, I have these really great digital marketing tips and really great messaging to share. And I just need to get it out there. So I just did it. I recorded it, I did a minimal editing, posted it, moved on with life. <laughs> and it worked out, you know, it worked out. And now, you know, I do video every single week, you know, so, so definitely as you practice, you get more confident, you know, and one day after you've recorded, you know, 100 videos, you could go back and look at that first one and go, wow, look how much I've grown. <laughs> And it does take practice to get good at treating the camera lens like a person that's listening to you on the other end of the internet, right? So you can practice a few times. Nobody has to see them, right? Just do it a few times. If you mess up, you mess up, you know, but you'll naturally start to find yourself refining how you speak, especially when it comes to speaking about yourself or your business. And of course, the more that you practice, the more often that you record a video, the better you'll get and it'll make it much easier to do. And eventually you will become such a strong presence that you'll be ready to just hop on Instagram Live or talk in real time with your audience. So believe me, it does happen. I do a lot of different types of interviews and webinars and you know different types of Instagram Lives and Facebook Lives where someone just invites me on and asks me questions. So I don't really get to prepare anymore, but I'm so comfortable now that it just kind of naturally flows. So much of the way that we connect really will get lost in translation when we text it or we email it, right? And that's another reason why videos that share your message are amazing and really will convey, you know, who you are, what you're about, and why people would want to be a part of that. All right, so now let's dig into the benefits of being authentic. So one of the best benefits is that your business will grow. So there are so many natural upsides to really being authentic, you know, online. Most importantly, it's really easy to keep a consistent brand if you are your brand, right? If you're trying to be someone else or an inauthentic version of yourself, you know, that you think that your audience wants, it's really not sustainable. You know, when your audience feels like they understand you and where you're coming from, then they are much more willing to go to bat for you and root for your success than if they were communicating, you know, with just your brand, right? So on social media, effective small business owners really will build that core integrity of their brand around authentic drive and character and passion for what they do. And audiences can really feel that and relate to the highs and lows that you share. And your vulnerability, again, is really the key to your success. People want to support the underdog, you know, the tenacious inventor, the passionate, passionate hobbyist, the risk takers, the entertainers, you know, the movers and the shakers, you know, a lot of times they don't care 
about the brand on their own, right? There will always be another brand to come along and do what you do in a slightly different way, but really always and forever, there will only be one you. And that's what makes you unique and your business unique. And it makes, it really is the differentiator in your business. All right. So I have a challenge for you this week. And if you record video, good job, just record a video. But if you're someone who's a little bit, meh, you know, you haven't quite jumped into video yet, and you definitely haven't jumped into being authentic on video, here's my challenge for you. Set aside 30 minutes today, just 30 minutes, just schedule it into your calendar and just sit down at your desk or, you know, a little corner in your house or even outside and set up your phone and record yourself speaking to the camera as if you were communicating to, let's say, a new client, right? You want to tell them about you and your business and just naturally talk about yourself, right? And then rewatch the video. This is the hard part. I do not like rewatching my videos, but watch the video playback and really try not to pay too much attention to how you look or how you sound on camera. But instead, note which part of your stories really pop out to you and where maybe you could see yourself on video trying to collect your thoughts, right? Then record again. This time, really focus on that story that came out really naturally and fine tune it a bit, you know, make it more concise. And this time, make sure that you weave in more of that vulnerability into the video and focus on the real reason why you do what you do. Focus on how you got to where you are today. And most importantly, focus on your audience. Talk directly to them. You know, tell them that you understand where they are at right now, how you've been there, and that you can be the one to guide them from where they're at today to where they wanna go. And once you do that, post it. Choose your favorite social media network and post it. Write a little bit of content to go with it. Make sure it's something hooky, you know, something that will grab people's attention right away and pull them in. Add all of your hashtags and your keywords and post it. And then after you post it, maybe hop over, check out some of your ideal clients' profiles and like and comment on several of their posts. Maybe spend maybe 10 minutes just posting and liking and leaving authentic, again, authentic comments. Then take a break. Go about your day, get your work done, have lunch. And then later on that day, come back and check it out. Check out your video. See what type of response you're getting. You know, Check your insights. See how many likes or comments it got. But just see like, is it resonating with your audience? And then ask yourself, was I vulnerable enough? Maybe was I too vulnerable? But either way, you wanna check and see, did the topic that you were speaking about in the way that you presented it in that really authentic way, did it speak to your ideal clients? And then make an adjustments to your strategy and then try again. This definitely works. I did this last week with a client who's just started doing Instagram Reels, and I gave her some bullet points and you know some things to hit on that she should talk about in a Reel. And she was very nervous about it, 
And she told me that she did spend quite some time recording, re-recording, recording, re-recording. But then finally she was like, you know what? You're right. Being done is better than being perfect. So I recorded it. I posted it. I did everything you said. And then we sat down at our meeting together and we pulled it up together. She hadn't looked at it yet. And she had 10 comments and they were all great comments. No spam from a couple from people she knew, but most of them were people she did not know. And they really appreciated her being vulnerable and showing up. And she was so excited. She was so excited that the following week on Monday, when I came into work, I had an email from her saying that she had recorded 10 reels over the weekend. And she sent them all to me to look at and to give her feedback on and suggestions. And it's working. It's working really well for what our part of our strategy that we're using it for. So if you're looking to connect with your audience through video, maybe that's on social media or elsewhere, and you have questions, please do reach out, schedule a free call. I'm happy to sit down and talk through this with you because I can just tell you that once you really bring that you know, really authentic self into your video and into the way that you present to your audience, it's a game changer. It's an absolutely game changer. And I think that you will be super surprised. All right, so what did we learn today? Well, your audience will know when you're being authentic and they will definitely know if you're not. They're super smart like that. So being vulnerable with your audience, it's going to build that connection with them that in turn will, it'll equal a larger community and more engaged audience and overall more customers. And video is really the best way to convey who you are and what you're about. And it's the king when it comes to content. So definitely start adding some video into your content calendar. And practice builds confidence. And I'm not saying to sit down and to practice for five hours to send out one you know, reel. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying that the more you do it, the more you'll feel confident in it. And that confidence is going to build connection. So don't overthink it. A finished video is much better than spending half a day recording and recording the same video. And again, that's not authentic, right? So you don't have to be perfect. You just have to do it. And authenticity builds audiences and it grows businesses and it works. I see it all the time in my clients' businesses. And like I said, I'm getting better in my own business. So I'll keep you posted on that. All right. Again, if you have any questions at all, need any help with, you know, video or social media or, you know, wherever it is that you want to show up more authentic in your business, please reach out. I'm always happy to help. And I pulled together a bunch of our best social media workbooks, templates, checklists for you to get you set up on the right track. So you can grab that over at jennylioncom forward slash social bundle. And I hope it helps you at least get started. And of course, if you ever have any questions, I'm here. I'm always happy to help. And I'd love to connect with you to talk about your audience and growing your business through authenticity. All right. Well, that's what I have for you this week. Thanks for showing up and thanks for listening to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'll see you soon. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.